I think it would probably would have tasted like some type of like powdered chocolate that was not, I don't think it was, would have been super palatable, honestly. <laughs> Welcome to Discovering Design, a podcast featuring a different guest each episode recounting their career prior to design, what sparked their interest in the creative arts, and how they pivoted to cement their career as a full-time designer. Our guest for this episode is Belinda Hoy, a former biologist and current product designer at TripAdvisor, where they are helping people become better travelers. We'll learn about getting mice addicted to chocolate, how to spend a year in Spain, and why you should view your unique experiences as an asset. And with that, I'd like to introduce Belinda Hoy. I grew up in San Francisco, California. So like before, like all the tech and I had relatively normal childhood. I spent a lot of time playing soccer. So that was like my thing from elementary school till high school. So I played like in um, AYSO and I played in my high school team. And I actually was part of the varsity team for uh, the bulk of my high school career. So that was really fun. That took up most of my time. I also played a lot of different instruments growing up. I tried the flute, the piano, the guitar. My mom was a pharmacist, or she, she still is a pharmacist. She hasn't retired yet, and she worked at Kaiser. And my dad um, was an accountant. He actually retired last year, and he um, was an accountant manager for the San Francisco School District. My whole mom's side of the family actually were doctors. So my grandparents were also doctors in China, and they practiced acupuncture when they moved to the United States. So kind of like had that like um, upbringing where like, you know, going into the biology route, like in whether it be research or healthcare was kind of like the safe way to go. And my older sister actually also studied biology and she went on to become an optometrist. I applied to a lot of different schools um, going from like senior year in high school. And then I got into UC San Diego. So that is actually a really good school for biology. Maybe not every waking hour, but a huge bulk of my time at college studying. I remember like pulling all-nighters a lot and just staying up super late at the library doing like 12-hour study sessions. It was it was a lot of studying. I got a lab job and it was through, um, it was through a laboratory that was really closely, it was like closely affiliated with UC San Diego. It was called the Scripps Research Institute. I was able to work there um, with some postdocs and some other researchers, um, and I was actually studying the neurobiology of binge eatings. I did a lot of like operant chamber conditioning with the mice, um, getting them addicted to chocolate, and kind of like studying their their neurobiological biological mechanisms with when they're addicted. So I was there for a total of two years, um, just just doing that research and. Um, writing a lot of papers and do, reading a lot of scientific papers to kind of under, better understand that area of study. Our, our lab focused a lot on operant conditioning, so it was learning how to use these different chambers um, to put the mice or rats into and how to like do a different measures on whether it be like the activity in their brain or like measures in like some stuff like their bodies. 
we were doing MRIs um, to kind of measure some of like their, their body percentages and stuff like that. I work really closely with my boss, which uh, we, we call them the, the PI. After we had everything set for that, for everything we wanted to do for that project, we ordered the mice. So I actually worked specifically with mice instead of rats. Um, I think there were 20 of them that we, we had. And then I had to create some special cages for them actually. And that was a, a, a very difficult process because we had, um, so we had only singular cages, but the thing with mice is that they had to be, we had to put two of them in one cage. But since we were doing a very special study on binge eating, we wanted to measure how much food they ate. Every day I would have to go in the morning and weigh their food. And then there were some mice that were on this special chocolate diet because we wanted them to be addicted to the chocolate. And then there were some mice that were the control group where they just ate regular food. And there were some mice that had intermittent access to the chocolate. So that like um, for, I believe like for 16 hours of the day, they would have regular food. And then for eight hours, they would have that chocolate food. I think it would probably have tasted like some type of like powdered chocolate that was not I don't think it was would have been super palatable honestly <laughs> not as glamorous as I actually expected it to be because there is a lot of like poop involved and like sifting through like all their like dirty stuff in their cages I think it was interesting to see the differences in those groups like how motivated they were to um, get the food in the operant chambers and then like, how their body composition was different uh, after like at the end of the study you could be a pi so that's kind of like like the boss of a lab where you oversee different scientists and kind of like um determine the direction of the research for the lab and you get like different grants um or you can also just like stay as a scientist usually you'll stay in one specific field so for example i was doing um, neurobiology and specifically for um, like binge eating so you would kind of like stay in that niche kind of I realized pretty early on I'd say maybe like half a year to a year in that scientific research this is a very slow process it just took a really long time for each project and I feel like each project moved very slowly and the results for a project were um I don't want to say they were like the findings were small because they, they they are significant but I just feel like it's a very small piece to a really big picture and I wasn't I didn't feel like I would have been satisfied with staying in that career I thought it was really cool how just like the everyday person can go on Kickstarter and launch um I don't know what it's called um launch a project on there with something they've created themselves and they can um, raise a ton of money and kind of like bring their their really cool innovation to life through that I thought that was really interesting and I was like, oh yeah, like one day I would love to do that. I had talked to a few friends that uh, were software engineers just to kind of learn about their experience. And I told them what I was looking for and I told them that, you know, like I wanted to like have this creative freedom to build apps and websites. Um, and they told me that that actually wasn't really something that software engineers did, but they told me to look more into product design or experience design because you have more of that like creativity and you can like kind of solve problems so it's more of like that product thinking I reached out to different people on LinkedIn to kind of 
different people um, on LinkedIn that were product designers to kind of learn about their day to day to see if it was something that I was interested in. After um, my couple of years working in a lab as a biologist, I actually ended up going to Spain for a year and teaching English there just to kind of like do like a reset and kind of like walk away from, I guess, that that career path that I thought I was going into with biology. I came back and decided, came back to the United States and decided that I was going to give uh, biology one last shot. So I decided to try out working in healthcare. So I actually was working in a clinic as a medical assistant to kind of see if I wanted to go down that medical route. It just really wasn't for me, um, like just just like the health health sciences, biology really wasn't for me. It was kind of like a last straw. I just decided to pursue design because I, f I feel like the, the years leading up to that, I had exposure with design. It was always something that really fascinated me, but it was something that I was always too afraid to try. But I feel like because I tried out kind of like all the different possible paths I could within biology and I, I wasn't interested in that, I decided that it was time to just to give it a shot and give it a chance to see if it was the right career for me. I was feeling very demoralized, just like I felt like I wasn't going to ever find my passion, like all the different jobs I had before I was never really interested in. I would never gave it my all. I, I just felt like I was never going to find a career that I really loved part of me was really excited for this new chapter in my life and this new journey that that could really work out for me. My parents were actually pretty supportive about it and they thought that like they, they kind of knew my journey in biology that I was never really happy there and they always thought that I would have been happier in tech or doing like a creative field. They were willing to let me try it out and and see where I could go from there. I learned about design at a bootcamp and it was a three month long program. We're paired with clients. So we did projects for small startups that entire time to kind of learn, kind of learn, learn design while working on real world projects. Spent a lot of time listening to podcasts, watching a lot of YouTube videos. I took some courses online on, I think it was like Udemy and LinkedIn Learning. I really like Design Details. I, I still listen to that right now. I think it's a really great podcast. Um, it's really great for keeping up with new, like, new trends and like industry standards. I think the bootcamp really taught us about like how to network and how to interview and how to, I guess, like make um, ourselves stand out. Some of the harder things for me were like more of the visual designs. Like sometimes. Um, some companies expect you to be better with like visuals like illustrations and stuff like that so i think that is something i struggled with some more yeah i i feel like there there was so much information to digest and to learn and it was definitely overwhelming at times but i think through that experience um and talking to other designers that were already working at at jobs at different companies I realized that like there, you don't have to be good at everything. Definitely was very scary because you know, like biology is a completely different field than design. I went in with the intention to really figure out if it was my thing or not. So my first full-time job is it's actually kind of interesting. Actually, I got it a week before my boot camp ended. We chose like any app we wanted to redesign a feature for. So I chose Couchsurfing because it was an app that I used a lot when I was living in Spain. I did a small redesign on them and I published an article about them. 
on Medium. And then I reached out to a designer that worked there. I think I got really lucky in that the designer I reached out to, she had a very similar background as me. So she also came from a biology background, but um, switched into design. So I feel like we had that to talk about and we had that in common. Um, And so she actually invited me into the office to meet her. And we had a really nice conversation for about a couple hours. They were able to actually offer me an internship. And then from there, I got um, offered a full-time job. I learned a lot about how to collaborate with different stakeholders and, and like when I have a design, how to kind of articulate why this design works, why some other designs that I've tried before didn't work, working with engineers and with product managers and other designers, there was a lot of presenting uh, required in the designer's role, which I was not really prepared for. A lot of people don't really know what they're doing, like even if they're like super senior, so you don't have to feel bad about like feeling like you're behind everyone comes from a different background and has something different to offer so like somebody with a design background that went to design school has something different to bring to the table than someone with a biology background and having that unique background is actually an asset everyone feels imposter syndrome everyone feels like they're they don't know enough and it's good to know that everyone's kind of in that same place when i was a scientist i it was like a very analytical job. And like, um, I think that allows me to be really good at synthesizing data, working closely with um, my my data scientists to kind of understand like the research and the data behind um, different projects so I can make decisions based off of that with my designs. I work in travel tech um, and I could see myself staying in this space because I am very passionate about traveling. I do not see myself going back into biology or science at all. Like I, I definitely feel like design was my, my calling for my career. Trust the process and that everything happens for a reason. Through the ups and downs, like I'll, I'll learn different things through that journey and be able to be a stronger designer. up this episode i want to thank belinda hoy for sharing their journey and thank all of you for listening until next time